See that bad man right there? That's Father Tom. We the outlaw posse. You go run on down there and get the law, and you tell that sheriff that uh, Father Tom and the outlaw posse is in a killing mood. Go ahead, man. Mm. What this you doing? That everything's got its price. Now so are you. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classic. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What is going on, good sir? Uh, not much. Just chilling. Another damn show. I'm on I'm off to like the NFL boys. Like y'all want me to <laughs> podcast week 17 y'all better cut the damn check um you know what you're absolutely right because this is very foreign for us but it's a good experiment because i want to see how this gonna work with the whole uh patreon thing and doing the extra episode once a month so yeah it's a good experiment right now uh yeah you heard the opening we are doing 1993's posse um and Shahidi, you were absolutely right what you said uh at the end of uh the boomerang episode when we were talking about uh posse yeah jeff jared and mario van peebles are the same they're really the same they see something in their selves that nobody else sees i mean including the fact that they grew up with a under the shadow of a popular father yep Yep, I even forgot his dad was even in the movie. I was like, "Oh shit, his dad is in this movie." I forgot a lot about this movie because for some reason, and I should have known. I was thinking more people survive, but I was like, "Wait a minute, this is a vanity thing." Of course, he's going to survive and nobody else. But I guess uh, Obo, what's his name, Bobo? Oh, you played Double Dragon all the time. You don't know his name, Obobo. Obobo. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. Before we even get into the movie, Abobo was a lot of responsibility. He would have died. I would let him run out there in the beginning of the movie. He just took too much work you to take care of. Oh boy. He was trying to get away from everybody as much as he could. Now I'm riding with you. I was like, oh my God. He did can you see he doesn't want to be around, y'all? But anyway. Yeah, so this movie is a uh, Mario Van Peebles uh, project. It made 18, 18 million? I believe 18 million. Let me make sure I'm right. Yeah, it made 18 million. Yeah, 18 million. Put in $10 million. Put in $10 million. Uh, it has a, an eclectic cla- uh, uh, cast of people in it. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to read what the IMDb trivia was because there's only one thing, and that's just insane if it's really real. But we have Mario Van Peebles, uh, Stephen Baldwin, Billy Zane, Tone Loke, uh, Melvin Van Peebles, Tiny Lester, Big Daddy Kane, Blair Underwood, Isaac Hayes, uh, Pam Greer. Did 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 Pam Greer have a speaking role maybe once or twice? I saw her, and I was like, did she say anything? You blinking, she missed it. Like, you know, her, Isaac Hayes, and Reginald Bill Johnson. Yeah, so it was eclectic. You know, they added a lot of some of the um, 70s actors from the Black Sportation movies in this movie. And it's, I'm, I'm going to let Shahid go take it away and just talk about exactly what the movie uh, is about. And we'll dive into the movie. Nah, nah, you, you, you kind of shortchain a lot of stuff. Like, you, 
we talked about more event people being Jeff Jarrett, but you didn't go into why. Like, this oh, is, I think you know. I you forgot. Know, I, I forgot. We don't have a lot of wrestling fans that listen to this. So yeah, okay. I'm, I forgive me. This is a this is for anyone that doesn't know. Like Jeff Jarrett was the son of a wrestling promoter that you know got his start in kind of like the eighties and nineties. End up more or less being a you know he had a decent career in WWF. Uh, better career in WCW and he did most of his damage working for TNA. When I say damage, I mean damage. Basically, he connived his way to running a company whose sole purpose seemed to be to make Jeff Jarrett look as good as possible at the expense of everyone else. And yet, somehow, he finessed and scans his way into the WWE Hall of Fame and having a job with WWE. I have no idea how. Considering he left under not the best of circumstances, but Jeff Jarrett basically is like someone who is a B who looks at himself like an A plus and tries to treat himself as an A plus whenever he gets the chance. And that's what Mario Van Peoples is. Oh my God. And this is a definitely a Mario Van Peoples vanity project if I ever saw one. And you don't notice it because like Mario Van Peoples, Mario Van Peoples is not bad. No, he's not. Like he's, t- he's talented. You And the funny thing is He's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. You've seen him in a lot of stuff. He's still working. But I'm like, name me, like, you know Mario Van Peoples. Name me three movies that you've seen with Mario Van Peoples. Mm, this solo in New Jack City. Yeah. Solo. <laughs> name, a, name a third one. Solo. The movie Solo. Oh, solo. Solo's yeah. one. Um, Highlander. He's a villain in one of those. Oh, shit, he was. Damn it, I forgot all about that one. That's the whole thing. It's like you've seen him in a lot of stuff. He's like, name the things he's been in, and it's kind of like, you know, um, he's been in a lot of stuff. A whole lot of stuff. He's Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali. Yep. I just don't remember his role. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I, I remember, you know, it just wasn't rememberable for me to be like, because he didn't play a, did he play a big part? He didn't play a big part in the movie, did he? It's been a while since I, I seen mean, Ali. He was there. It yeah, was, he was. I know he was like there. A big part, but it's kind of like you know, it's he's been in a lot of stuff, but you couldn't name. You haven't seen most of the things he's been. He's in Jaws: The Revenge. Yeah. He was in the, the sequel to Carlito's Way. Yeah, I did see that. So bad. So he's a bad one. So it's yeah. like, you know, he's been he's been working for a long time. You know his name, but it's like what has he been in? You know, do I remember him in anything like this? It's like, oh no. Did you watch the sequel to Drumline? Cause I didn't. No, I but didn't if either. You did you see him pop up in that? So yeah, and just watching this movie, it's just kind of like Jesse Lee is just I'm trying to describe who is Blade, Blade and Malcolm X. All right, this is what I felt like, and I could like I'm trying like I'm trying to describe like he's the coolest man alive that's just haunted like he spawned. He like I he was the black Billy the Kid without the goofiness. That's exactly he was the young guns. He was without the goofiness. To me, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen Young Guns one or two, or you know, 
So I've seen both. I've seen two more than one, but I know you're talking like I've seen Young Gun. Yeah. It's funny where I've seen Young Gun two about 20 times. I've seen Young Gun one once. Oh, man. Treat yourself. No, I saw it. I like two better. One oh, seen, that's shocking. One to see two choppy. Yeah. Like maybe because I saw two first, but I'm like, one just feels too choppy. And I'm like, you know, yeah, it got Charlie Sane, but so what? But um, <laughs> no, this movie's just kind of like we gonna have Mario Van Peoples in the best light possible. Like we gonna have him in the moonlight with leather suspenders, twirling his guns, showing off his abs and his arms. He always looking cool, just like he always looking either cool or like you know I got a ghost on my shoulder. Everybody's going, oh, that's Jesse Lee. He walk with the devil. You gotta do something, Jesse Lee. I go where Jesse Lee go. Oh, I heard Jesse Lee back in town. We gotta do something like people treat Jesse Lee like he the damn boogie man. Exactly, and I thought the character of Jesse Lee was played too cool, like too cool for school. I'm follow me. I'm the Pod Piper. Um, I'll lead you. He led all his friends to death. <laughs> here's the thing. He told like, "You gotta do whatever you want to do. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take care of business. I'm gonna go to Canada. You can make whatever decision you want." Whatever you want to do, that's fine with you. I'm going this way. You follow me, you do what I do. Otherwise, you go ahead and take it. I'm like, we're going with you, Jesse Lee. I know it'll be fine. You know, Jesse Lee, whatever happens, I won't be bored. And because everybody's like, I'm going where he's going. Yeah, wait, the okay. Person kind of like had reservation was the secret MVP of the movie, Father Tom, played by Big Daddy Kane. And I'm like, if you didn't know that Big Daddy Kane was a rapper, you just think he's just a good actor. That, that's like I said. I was like, Damn, he just stopped acting. Maybe he just wasn't in the mood to do all the, you know, shooting and you know, maybe it just wasn't his thing, but he was really good at it for the stuff that I've seen him in. Um, but also too, I just feel like that I guess the characters the characters had so much flaws they had to follow him. Like Obo, oh oh Bobo, whatever his name is. Get his name right. Cause the kids sometimes it sounds like they say Bobo. I'm going with you. So, okay, he's kind of, I ain't going to say slow, but, you know, he needs somebody. He needs Jesse to be there to take care of him. Uh, the only one that seemed like they were willing, like, to go was just uh, Stephen Baldwin's character. And that was just because, you know, he was like, I just like to have a good time. It's fun. Like, he like he liked mischief. And how, see, I thought Stephen Baldwin was really good in the movie. Yes, he was. Because he could have played no. it a whole different, that character a whole different way, but he didn't. He's telling them a short time while they didn't have any more. like, they're criminals. So where are they going? Like, they're criminals, and almost all of them are black, and they on the run. So it's not like they have a whole bunch of options. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's bad enough. It's bad enough you black during a time where, like, racism is still a thing. Like, you know, we moved over here. We had to get away from the Klan. Like, you know, that the Klan is a thing, and it's, it's like, we're deserters, and this guy is right on our tail because we stole some gold he was trying to steal from somebody else. So it wasn't like a whole, like, we just going to lay low and let stuff blow over. Yeah. Like, well, like, I was, like they were going to hide in Detroit. Detroit didn't exist yet. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's kind of uh, interesting when, when we'll get there at the end when my man was, like, telling uh, Blair Underwood's character, oh, yeah, we're going back to Africa. It was just, it, you know, because you never, you know, there's few... Garvey. Yeah, you know, you know, it, like, go ahead, go back. Yeah, good for the clan. Keep killing us. It was good. 
you know, that's that's straight from our band people. You like this is a definitely like a woke pan oh, yeah. movie because there's a whole lot of like you know talking about rules, rules for us, rules for them. You know how the white man be going, you know how they be treating you, and like it's he's never like and the funny thing about how he plays it is he never raises his voice. Nope. He never gets like wild up. It's all cool and calm. We all get the point across. Like, you know, we just two friends. Let's not worry about the past. Let's not worry about the future. Let's just get this drink. And then you go ahead and tell me all this bullshit that you're about to tell me now about business and everything like that. Like it's he always got the right answer. He always knows what to do. He always has a plan. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm this coolest man. It's like it's like Vin Diesel before Vin Diesel. Ah, uh, you know. That's what this you know like. what it is. You know who it is. It was your it's fucking priest <laughs> from 2018 uh, Superfly. He got all the answers. But no, even then, priest, you saw him ruffle and rattled a little bit in that movie. Like he gets that happen. Like like he has some. You know, he takes an L here and there. Jesse Lee, it's always, I'm chilling. Everything cool. Everything smooth. His homies might take an L, but um, Jesse Lee, like, you know, yeah, I'm sorry, little Jay got stopped. I was busy getting this this loving in. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame yeah, him for that, but, you know. We out in the pool while my homie getting stopped at that. So, you know, my Get the cheeks. But, no, this, this movie is just a weird thing because, like, it has, a you know, not just black foot exploitation actors. You got Big Daddy Kane and you got Tone Loke. Oh boy. Also pops up the movie. Like it's I don't know what's funnier when he's in this or when he's in heat. It has to be heat, right? Yeah, because like like how Michael Mann know who Tone Loke is. Exactly. But he wasn't bad in the movies that Tone Loke. Even Tone Loke, the movies he did, he wasn't never like bad. And I was like, you know, why it's funny, you know. Tone Loke was very popular at the time. Like when he was pop, like you know, he had a did he have a cartoon. Yeah, the the little about the bear. I think it was like two yeah, seasons. Like, yes, it was a time when you know Tone Loke, MC Hammer, and Sir Mixlot was like the most popular West Coast rappers on the damn planet. Like it wasn't no, it wasn't it wasn't Ice Cube. Nope. As weird as that as weird as that sounds, like because Ice Cube's a little too, you know, white cave bitch ish. For mainstream media, so they was you know this is way before barbershop. <laughs> and are we there yet? Yeah, I'm ready for those. Yeah, so. But no, that being there, and then another thing is this movie has three villains. Yep, and I was like, yeah, that's what he was talking about. Okay, and we'll get to him. I just see this. Billy Zane was on his like, <laughs> oh, I'm about to have my fun with this. Like he was just a oh. damn asshole, but likable. I don't know if likable this word charming. No. His character was like a little I mean, charm, charming, more charming. A charming bigot. Like I'm gonna give you a chance. Get to shoot a white man, Jesse Lee. <sighs> but you know that? Like you don't want to do that just one time? Damn. I you know you, I guess you're a coward after all. Billy Zane doesn't get get the love he deserves. I don't know why. Or maybe he does, and I'm just not around a circle to do. But when you give him roles that I guess he can sink his teeth into, he's really good. And he yeah, get, he, had, he had fun with this yeah. role. It's that well, I described it before where like, you know, he has a face like normal be a leading man, but it's something like sleazy behind his eyes. Like it's just too polished. Where 
he's, he could easily see him be a villain because he like a kind artist or like you know a racist or like somebody just looks his nose down at you like I'm gonna take advantage of you and make you feel bad even though you like me, which is weird because I remember seeing him in the Phantom. I'm like, <laughs> it's a funny chair for him. I'm like, yeah, nah, I used to you being an asshole, Billy Zane. You running around an asshole and a lion. <laughs> Mac and two girls at the same time, like yeah. So, but no, like Billy Zane is awesome chewing scenery, even though you feel bad liking him. And I still make, I still let that, you know, you know, he's part of Motisa tribe. Like I was, I used to make that joke with people in Jam Move like fifteen years. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. well, let's get, let's go ahead and get in the movie. Yeah, so what what is the movie? Uh, let's give us an outline of what the movie is about first. Jesse Lee, a criminal member of like you know a segregated unit fighting the Spanish American War, escapes with him and his crew after finding some stolen Spanish gold and try to find their freedom. And on their they're on the run from Colonel Graham and in the army, and also dealing with Sheriff Bates. Once they get down to the United States and like just Jesse Lee whole plan is I'm going to escape after I get my revenge. And through flashbacks, you find out how he got in the military and why he pissed off everybody. And it start off where it's like a, it's in the present. You see this old man over there talking about, oh, you know, American history is just horrible. You never see anything like that. You know, a lot of black cowboys, but you never see them on TV. That the white man say they discovered America. With the Native Americans here. That's like me going to your house with you in your house <laughs> and they say I discovered your house and then killing you, you get mad about it. That's what they did to Red Man. I mean, he ain't lying. <laughs> like this whole barbershop talk, but the barbershop talk was the truth. Yeah. The truth. And it kind of beat you. And this race is a very prevalent factor in this movie. And it's basically the whole thing is like, you know, black people, Native Americans get allowed to be mad at white people. And white people are like, oh, well, we just saved you from yourself. But at the end of the day, green conquers all. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I have forgot that little part uh, with Carver and um, Dude. And I was like, oh, they were working together. They had a little cut because of the green, the money. I was like, okay. Which makes that scene earlier was kind of like a red herring because they got beef before. It's like, why don't he shoot him? Like, he ain't going to bowl up. It's like, you know, this is all song and dance. Yeah. So anyway, so we find out it's during the Spanish American War. They out there in Cuba. Jesse Lee and his battalion like out there against blah blah blah. Oh Jesse Lee, they shoot us. What we gonna do? Too much responsibility. Jesse Lee is like cool. Like you go ahead, Duck. I got this. And we around to the right. See if we can get a retreat. So you see all these black people shooting, dying, fighting brown people. Meanwhile, Colonel Graham and his homie out there eating pork. Beans. He getting a damn haircut. He was. Why well, he taking a? No, he was getting uh, painted. Hey, like, you take your profile. How do I look, Jesse Lee? Wow. You, know, you can tell a man by his profile. <sighs> Jesse Lee is like, you know, we trying to get, you know, excuse your pardon, sir. We out here trying to retreat. It's like, now I can just have you retreat. I can just have you stay here. Like, you know, you got a bad reputation. Your military career just looks, you know, rampant. You know, we heard what happened with Manila. Tried to, you know, you know, you tried to escape in the Philippines, tried to desert three times. Remember how you got here in the first place? It was like, you know, you want to serve in the white man's, basically, like you want to serve in the white man's army, you want to get shot. And you kind of find it like, you know, 
And I didn't pay attention. I was like, why is Jesse Lee in the military? When I first, like, watched it, I was like, because I never paid attention, like, what happened. Like, I kind of glossed over, like, what happened while he got there. And you find out later, it was like, you know, he in the military. He's been fighting for a long time. He's been trying to run from a long time. And yet he's still here. And it's like, you know, basically, you ain't going to run. Like, you know, I ain't going to let you run. You run all the time, you damn coward. And just leave us sitting there taking it. He is he's saying this shit so gleefully to him too. It's not even like a anger or anything like that. It's like I'm gonna just sit here and talk shit to you and get get painted and you can't do nothing about it. Cause they took his gun before he even got over there. Remember, because he's a black man with a gun and they mm-hmm. weren't too sure of him. Mm-hmm. Like we already know how you already try to escape like he like Kunta Kinte without them ever chopping his foot off. Basically. So Anyway, it's like we have a deserter there. It's like, okay, I'll give you a chance. Does she leave? You're like this guy, like, oh, you say you try to desert. You no longer want to serve in America in this army, do you? You're like, no, sir, I do not. Okay, you're free to go. And you try to run, did you shoot at him? He's like, hold on, turn to the right. Get the gun, just they shoot him. So she look at it like, you know, you know, give you the chance to shoot a white man. I mean, <laughs> I always laugh you say that. Like, is that your dream? <laughs> like shoot this, shoot this cracker and get away with it, and you know the funny thing is, lots of like, I bet you watch a movie that people are like, yeah, shoot him. <laughs> you don't know nothing about this dude besides he don't want to fight anymore. And it's like, yeah, shoot him, shoot that white, like shoot that white man. So anyway, he's like, you know, then they all pull out like, you know, you don't shoot him, we gonna shoot you. So he he shoots, shoots the cigar off, like shoots the tip of the cigar off, hands him the gun. Like, you know, I'm disappointed, Jesse. Like, I guess you don't want to leave. So I guess we'll find somebody else. Shoots the dude anyway. <laughs> and then, then and they call and they cause the retreat. And then we got to find a new leader for the 10th. And we got to find who it's going to be. Little Jay, played by Stephen Baldwin. Oh, he was so good. He was so good. Stephen Baldwin, one of the Baldwin. The one that one ain't Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A likable one. A likable one. So the usual suspects. As he played that, he was in there after that. Damn, you all did. I did have him around to that. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? Imagine you're like, you know, I'm not, I'm not William. I'm not Daniel. I'm not Alex, but I'm myself. Yeah. Out of the four, he got to be, he got to be like number two. Yeah, I'd be. Alex, but he better than Daniel William. Yeah. Easy. And the funny thing is, how is it like Alec is like a Democrat and the other three are like Republicans? How that work? Uh, shit. A lot of fist fights at um, Thanksgiving? I don't know. <laughs> and like, not say Republican, I mean like, you know, Benghazi, we need to throw Hillary in jail type Republican. Like those type, pizza gate type. Yeah, that has to be. <laughs> it has to cause like a lot I, of arguments, I guess. Like I'm in the same group chat as like um what's his name? James Woods. Ooh. So anyway, he's out there playing cards, you know, playing cards with the dude. The dude that ends up getting shot, you know, like, oh I see I think I raised you, not realizing that he could see that his cars through the reflection. 
Yeah, you know, I never paid attention to that until uh, I watched it this, uh, this recently. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know how I missed it the first time, but yeah. He went in there with his gold tooth, just knowing himself. It's like, oh, little Jay, the Colonel want to get you. And then you see him, he got leg irons on too. You kind of find out he's also a prisoner. Mm-hmm. You don't know why yet. You find out later. So after they shoot the deserter, he's like, okay, little Jay, you can lead the tent. Or you could be hung. He's like, I guess I'm gonna lead the test then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I can't no thing. And like, you know, they get civilian go they get civilian clothing and they have their own secret mission. Their mission is to basically find this Spanish encampment that's what we bring in reinforcement weapons. Get the weapons, get whatever you find, bring them back, don't be seen. Y'all have to do it because we can't do it because it's a secret thing, and I don't wanna get my hands dirty. I might be governor one day or something like that. And it's like, turn around on his Donald Trump Jr. shit. Basically, he sent them on a suicide mission. Because if they died, he didn't care. It wouldn't have mattered if they died because it would be easier. You know, he didn't particularly I care mean, for them anyway. But here's the thing. You say it's a suicide mission, but it's like success has, like, considering what they were going after for, like success would be important. See, I, see, I was under thinking of they didn't know anything about the gold. No, At first, um, no, Jesse Lee didn't know. I bet you Colonel Graham knew. That's why he didn't do it himself. He's like, oh, I can't be out here robbing people. We don't. We fight. We don't. We ain't criminals. Well, okay, maybe so not. If something, goes, if something goes. If something goes south, they could be the, be the fall guy because also he had them out in civilian clothing. So it's like it's not. They're not representing the military if they fail. Yeah, it's like some middle class solid shit. Okay, so maybe not a suicide mission, but. You know, you can't trace it back to me. Nothing to come back to me. Mission Impossible. Yeah. You know, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of you. Pretty much. You fuck up. They would go. And it's like, you know, you want to do this or, you know, you do this, we let you free. Because basically Jesse Lee's thing is, his sentence is, I'm going to be in the Army for the rest of my life. Yuck. What? <laughs> Yuck. That's how they that's how they rolling back then. Like, nah, we ain't throwing you we ain't throwing you in jail and we ain't just killing you. You just got served in the army forever. Forever. No, 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 sir. No. I got yeah, he did. And they that. had some old ass men fighting too. Yeah, they did. A couple of dudes like and that's, and that's back in the day when black when people, especially black men wasn't like it took talent to, to be a senior citizen. Imagine you 55 with gout from eating oh. too many hallmarks. Y'all <laughs> there in Cuba with a rifle. <laughs> Trying to get bit by mosquitoes. Because some white man told you to. I'm like, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> you said out there with the gout. There <laughs> mm-hmm. wasn't eating vegetables back then. Like, uh, no, they don't think like a, a, a collard here and there. Mm-hmm. So that's the mission, and it's like you do you you pull this mission off. You know, we take off your deferment. You basically can be free. If you don't, we hang. It's like you know. I guess we're gonna go out here and go. And you know, Lil Jay's leading there. He goes in the campment. He sees all the people. He's like, man, who turned off the lights? <laughs> and I just laugh. I'm like, oh. This man got jumped somehow. Oh, this had a sense of humor. They like, you know, especially Tony Angel. Like, who, who this white boy? What's this white boy doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all mad. And this dude out here making jokes like he has a source award. 
Because <laughs> he said it, and he said it so smooth, like, fuck it, I'm going to say it. But then when everybody was like, well, you about to get fucked up, he kind of like, was like, uh-oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So before and while this whole plan goes, it's like, oh, you know, Weezy will be here as your, you know, as your, as my A, my eyes and ears. You know, Weezy, yeah, like that. You know, you know, he's a part of the Motisa tribe. Like, what's they looking like? What's that? Weezy, show Motisa. Motisa, what was that? Motisa, no, thank you. And you see Jesse Lee just rolling his eyes in the like, background, like this fuck you. Right here. <laughs> and I just laugh so bad because it's like, what a dickhead. It's like Chad, the whole thing is like, you know, he know he racist. He making a racist ass, like he basically making a racist joke toward black people and Native Americans. Mm-hmm. All in one fell swoop. Just to get a laugh off. Yeah. It, it it like I'm gonna be clever. I'm gonna be clever with my bigotry. <laughs> it it was infuriating, and I believe Jesse wanted to put the bullet in him right then and there. But then we wouldn't have a movie. Mm-hmm. So they there. They had their plan. Like they find us, you know, find the Spanish group. Like you know, how are we gonna get over there? It's like you know, they asked little Jay. Like I think we should rush him. And just me, like they got more men than us. They got guns. So you know what's going to happen. They got guns. They're going to shoot us. So how are we just going to use our hands, our knives? We're going to sneak in and not lay the ruckus. How about that? They're like, oh, I'm going to do what you do, Jesse Lee. Like, you know, <laughs> Jesse Lee, like, I'm solid. He's solid. Snake. He already got the plan. It's like, we're going to basically sneak in, get the jump on them, and bounce out before they know anything. That plan lasts for about, what, 15 seconds? Yep. And he, you know, I was like, that. I was always like, damn, how the fuck they get the drop on them? Man, we're using guns. We just said no guns, but I guess it was like once they start shooting it. One dude got one dude got caught and got shot. Like the dude was pretending he was sleeping and then hit shot dude in the back. <laughs> yeah. Then I guess that's I how the, that's how the guns popped out because the Spanish dude was like, Yeah, you thought I was sleeping. I just had I just had one eye open. And that exclamation that Mother side exclamation point came off and it was <laughs> Ring? <laughs> mm-hmm. A bow out there sneaking, breaking people necks like they chicken and uh, praying to the same guys. Um, he praying to Jobu, the same dude Ted Abram was praying to a major league. <laughs> oh, he, shit. Went for, he went for something when he broke the dude's neck. Yeah, I couldn't make it out, but I was like, oh, okay. So they out there, out there shooting. Jesse Lee out there, like, you know, Jesse Lee, but they say, he don't miss. Yeah, this just... nigga's spitting, and he don't miss. Jesse Lee out there, he ain't wasting no bullets. They take out the Spanish, then you know, Bobo finds himself, oh, Jesse Lee, look at all this. What is this, Jesse Lee? Let's go, Jesse. Jesse Lee, she like, there's trouble. You gotta get out of here. Trouble? Like, hey, Jesse Lee, you're going to on the door. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in trouble. Yeah. And Jesse Lee already realized the jig is up. This whole thing is like, all right, we got gold. Colonel Graham will kill us, cause deserters, because we all civilian uniforms take the gold and nobody know nothing. This whole that's that was the that was the plan. It's a two part plan. 
Got you. Okay. Ah, okay, 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 okay. I got you now. Ah. They like, it's civilian. These Negroes was out of pocket. They put on civilian clothes trying to run away. And then they just happen to find this gold. And what gold? Nobody knows no gold. All they're going to see is these these black people wearing clothes they weren't supposed to wear running away. And we handled them the white man's way. That was the plan. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. they out there, you know, doing their own thing. And then Colonel Graham's homie show up and is like, oh, looks like your campaign came to, you know, in Glorious and Jesse Lee. Funny seeing you out here. Jesse's like, Jesse's like, oh, I guess you want to see, you know, what about the gold? And he's like, you know, answer that question would be what gold? <laughs> like, it's going to be no gold. Like, we saw what, what we saw low down 30 shades. We, they found five million dollars. We found four million dollars. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about it. We ain't find shit. All we found some traders. And old Weezy got mad, like, oh, Colonel Graham, Colonel Graham, what's that? <laughs> they out there. Did you leave Wayne Colonel Graham square in the eye? Mm-hmm. Somehow he somehow he doesn't die for like gangrene. So I'm like, penicillin wasn't out back then. <laughs> Like, how you get hit in the face with a rifle and all you get is, you know, a scar like Big Boss and you miss the eye? <laughs> That's it. That's it. We had to keep Billy Zane in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He out there, you know, the, the that tracker with the white hair, he out there throwing knives. Hey, who was that? I've seen him in something before. And I couldn't, I just kept, like, getting frustrated. I've seen him in something. Probably around that same time, maybe 94, maybe 95. But his face is so familiar. I feel like I don't, I'm, I'm a fine. I'm a fine. I'm about to look for myself. But I was just like, his face is familiar. I'm sure you will. His face looks very familiar. Like, I've seen him before, too. I just couldn't think of his name. So, out there, um, Tom Locus, they're like, you know what I'm saying? Come on. licking shots with the rifle. He like, click, click, click. And why he, why he lurching forward? Like, that's what bullets are for. You don't got to push your arms out to make the bullet go fast. That ain't how it works. He, he was showing his anger. He was just so upset. He wanted to make those bullets just move more if he could. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they scare off the cavalry. They free. They got gold. And then they got to figure out what's going on. It's like, you know, we got to get out of here. Jesse Lee, they're going to be after us. Like, you're right. Like, we like, I can help you. I can help you, Jesse Lee. I can find a way. Like, <laughs> this man was out here grinning and shuffling. Not twenty minutes before now, I was like, yo, I can I can help you out, homie. I'm your man. Weezy is a survivor. <laughs> Whatever it takes, he gonna roll with. That is facts. It's kinda like it's not like, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Yep, but he he has a plan. That's one thing I can say. He has a plan. Yes. So the plan is to basically to escape out the fair every two weeks that they do not bury American soldiers on foreign land. The ferryman take the bodies and take them back to America. So he gonna bribe the ferryman to take them back with a little bit of gold. It's a little bit, not a whole lot. Like because we just trying to be greedy. Like even can't help himself. Like a damn Ferengi. <laughs> <sighs> So anyway, but the plan that they don't tell is it's kind of like you get to go back, but you're going to be back as coffins. What? Bobo. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't like, you know, I don't know what that place is just made. Like, you trying to tell me this big man dingo is claustrophobic? I don't know what the hell's like type places. Don't worry, just look at this. this I'm going to give you this Bible. You know I can't read just to me. And then they club in the back of the head like he like he BA from the 18. Like I ain't getting on no plane, Jesse Lee. Oh, oh, Bobo is too much responsibility. I'm gonna keep saying it. He should have got shot in the first two minutes of the movie. You need, why are you hating big man? You the type like nah, Shaq can't shoot from outside. <laughs> we trade Shaq. He What's was. Wrong with you? He's a lot of responsibility. You gotta calm him down. You gotta tell what him everything. That who else you gonna? That man punched a horse. Wait a minute. Did we forget to talk about that? He slugged a horse. It was on some Super Nintendo. <laughs> he, he like put his whole hip into it, too. Knocked out a horse. God damn. There's too much I can't take care of that shit. I'll make it work. I guess you're a better man than me because that boy, ooh, he had so many problems. So they in there, you know, they travel and then they on this long boat trying to get back. They out there playing cards. And it's kind of, you know, it's on the whole thing. Like, what are we going to do? We get this money. Like, we're going to figure out, we're going to make it work, figure out a way. Meanwhile, Colonel Graham, who's now become Big Boss, is out there with an eye patch. He's tracking there. She's like, see, footprints come off. No, she's a footprint. Looks at the river, put two and two together, realize where Jesse Lee's going. You'll see, you'll see them again. You know what you remind me of? Hard target. That mm. scene when John Claude Van Damme and the girl jumped on the train and then Arnold Vaz was out there. He smelled you know, he looking at the finger. He looked at oh, the Oh yeah, okay. And like smell the grass, like, looks like the trail came 25, 40 minutes ago. They left by train. <laughs> He looked at the footprint. It's like, oh yeah, they was here forty five minutes ago. How? I always laugh at those movies. Like, you know, oh, this grass, this grass didn't ruffle a certain way at a sixty five degree angle. It left about three hours ago. How you know it was three hours ago? Not not thirty minutes ago. How do you know? Uh, that's the way they hate, man. Look at your gut. Track this track. Like I, I, I got human GPS. Look I at no. Look how young guns did it. They did it with horse shit. <laughs> Oh, they've been out I here. Guess, I, guess when you, I guess when you eat squirrel, you know, your sense of direction doesn't work. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. They, just, they, they could just track people, track animals, track anything. Mm-hmm. So, so they escape and they make it to New Orleans. And out there, like, I swear, boys, the men out there. <laughs> <laughs> they out there playing some night. I was like, yeah. wait a second, why would you just be like, everybody out of here? I'm waiting to hear the tumult singing Living in the City. Hey, that's exactly what it was. I was like, oh, he just had to have this musical thing in, just like a New Jack City. They are jamming, too. And you see, you see all these black people having fun. It's like, is this Fat Tuesday? And just to be out there on his horse, just looking all like the man, all body horse, just chilling. Like, I, I ain't hiding nothing. I got loot. I'm out here about to spend my loot. I'm going to be chilling. I'm riding my horse. We're about to go to this whorehouse. Yeah, they absolutely. <laughs> all of them were absolutely the ones who spend their rent check in the strip club because they were ready to blow it all. Mm-hmm. 
Except little other, <laughs> except your man, uh, the uh, Stephen Baldwin. He was smart. He was gonna try to make some money. Yeah, I'm gonna have to play cards. You better have the fun. And then they on there. It's like, oh, welcome here, gentlemen. Don't worry. You know, because apparently Weezy took him there because he had been there before. It's like, oh, I hear, you know, Weezy here is a fine commander. They're looking at him like, commander. Oh, word. <laughs> they let him rock, though. Yeah, yeah, he command, he command exceptionally. <laughs> and y'all did tell him to look out there and finish shit. Like, yo, enjoy your time here, fellas. Don't worry. The only color that matters here is green. Yeah, they meant that, too. They really meant that there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't no racism here, boy. As long as your money right, your money ain't right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got they got white, black, Indian, they got it all in there having a good old time. And yeah, it's broken down. Like um, Stephen Baldwin breaks it down later about all that. So anyway, he out there playing cards. And this when we get introduced to Father Tom. Big Daddy Kane. Daddy Kane looking sharp. It's like it's like a scene. It's like what is this? Am I watching Posse or the Symphony? <laughs> I'm just waiting for the beat to drop. Do, 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 do. Basically, and like yeah, Big Daddy Kane is the secret MVP of this movie because he he's one of the because besides Jesse Lee, he's the only one that has like a character. Like he has like a heart. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And he's kind of like that whole outside view. Like, you know, he's an outsider that's looking at this crew and see how they roll. Because, like, everybody else, you know, even we, like, you know, we we all military thing. We kind of know each other. Like, we got to know each other. We've been through all this. And Father Tom's like, these wild boys at? Like, I'm just, here to get, I'm just here to get paid. I don't know why y'all doing this. I guess I roll with you. And before, it's like, you know, I'm all about my money. Y'all dummies going. Like, he's like Han Solo. If Han died. Yeah, that works. That that that's that, yeah, that works. That's exactly the role he's playing because you know he like the, out there playing cards and little Jay see oh yeah Father Tom cheating and Father Tom know that he know that he cheating like let's work together. Deal me out in, there, Father Tom. Cards doing a little thing and then dude getting pissed It's like you know he say something like you know oh. I'll take your feather. You can't do something like, you know, you touch it, I'm skin your black ass. <laughs> Uh-oh. Right, the, money, the whole money thing going back to racism. Mm-hmm. So they out there playing cards, and it's like, you know, look like Father Tom, you know, one thing you say about Tom, can't beat Tom, no matter if it's the past, present, or future. It's like, yeah, I don't know about, ain't no look at this damn table. Like, they know something going on, like, we all, we kept, you know, I could be getting mad. We seen Superfly <laughs> out here. That's my damn rent. That's my horse money right there. I'm gonna get home. <laughs> I pawn my horse for this game. Something, something to put. So he grabs his hand and is like, "Oh, it's a damn ace of spades." Man, was hiding, keeping the aces. How he sloppy like that? You know. And I couldn't understand that. I'm like, okay, I get Stephen Baldwin catching him because, you know, he's, you know, he a hustler. I don't understand how he got caught by the other guy because he didn't do anything to give it away. And it was just like, oh, that guy just knows. And I guess it was, you know, to progress the story and get them out of there and stuff to happen, whatever, whatever. But I was just like, he really didn't do nothing. Yeah, And the way they played is kind of like Father Tom was good, but not as good as he thought he was. And, 
Little Jay was like, you know, you could be good. I can make you great. I used to have a partner too. He was way better than you, though. I could, you know, I can elevate you. It's almost like it's like white men can't jump. <laughs> but with cards, it's, like little, it's white men can't jump and follow Thomas Billy Hoyle. Yeah, yeah. Actually, are you right? Which is hilarious. So they out there playing cards, then they running away because they about to get shot. They, they going there with Angel and Weezy and the Bobo. Because meanwhile, Jesse Lee somewhere in the dark, like you know. I got to oil up. I got to put on my. I got to put on my. Um, See, leather suspenders. This my abs. This is absolutely where uh, I'm seeing what Shahid is saying because this is like, what the fuck is this scene for? And it's all, it's a vanity thing. It's like, <laughs> let me show you how cool I am. Let me show you I'm this leading man. And I just thought it was just like weird. It was almost like, like you said, Jeff Jerry TNA. Let me show you I can be world champion. Ugh. And this is when you start getting flashbacks. So this is when you realize what how you got in the military first place. So apparently, no, apparently he shot some some white guy. You don't know the reason why. He doesn't know like some skirmish happened. He shot him, and it was kind of like you know, I sentenced you to eternal service in the United States military. You see Saudi Richardson crying. I'd be crying. I just at least be crying too. Like you had all that. Mm-hmm. He just, it's about to be gone. <laughs> So anyway, back in you know, back in the hotel, they they working together because they don't get caught. And who shows up? Slow motion, Colonel Graham and the homies. <laughs> Somehow they track them all with Cuba and New Orleans and knew exactly what hotel to be at. Bullshit, but we'll go with it. <laughs> track. It's like it was the whole thing was it was like they were it wasn't like Jesse Lena were hot. True. And they figured, like, you know, you got you're going to hit the biggest, like, closest, biggest city where they were going would be New Orleans. Let's try New Orleans first and go from there. But the fact is, like, we know exactly what hotel, like, what bullshit. That's the bullshit. Place. Well, we don't see the, you know, we don't see if they knock on other doors, like, you've seen this dude, like, oh, how tiny this is, how big. So it's not like, you know, you see this big dude, probably like six, eight. Yeah, I guess. Like a horse. Yeah. Oh, you room. Well, all right, thank you very much, sir. Do, do, did we get to the? Did we mention at the point that Jesse is gone now? He's dipped. He's left. Oh yeah, dip. You already, you know. Okay. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do my thing. He like, you know, what are we gonna do Jesse leave? Like, you know, I'm gonna go to Canada and do all this. Y'all do what y'all want to do. See, see when I see. You. I'm gonna go with Jesse. I'm gonna go with you, Jesse Lee. No, we don't leave me, Jesse Lee. Uh, like, I'll, you know, basically. Take care of yourself. I got. I got things. <laughs> no, he, no, he didn't. He didn't tell him this yet. He. T- I'm talking about when. Um, when they got to New Orleans, Jesse had already left when they were gambling and with the whores and stuff like that. He dipped after they showed him. No, he told him. He told him multiple times what he was going to do. First, like I got some business to take care of. Y'all do what y'all want to do. And then is the whole thing. Like you know, I'm going to go to Canada. Yeah, he told him after that. When, yeah. After so, okay, but, yeah. Ever since they was on the damn boat and he was just Nicodemus was a slave, blah, 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 blah. This whole plan was like, you know, I'm killed, but I'm getting my revenge. So he know where it be found. All this, you know, Colonel Graham out here, Father Tom, Lil' Jay jump out the window. <laughs> Angel like, no. He out here like, first he want to crack his jokes because he out there talking. And they all like, damn, you're bad. Like, you're bad. Like, maybe your wife 
Dush last time would be spelled like that. He's drunk as hell. Being drunk as hell and saved him from getting shot. Yeah, I think that got him shot because he just wasn't thinking clearly. Everybody jumping out the window. He's like, hey, nah, I'm going Tony Montana this shit. I'm going out like Tisha went out in New Jack City. And that's exactly how you went out. And again, I screamed. I'm, I'm talking to think like more man. People were like, what if I took New Jack City and remixed it? I, you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I can add some elements. Wesley ain't here to stop me, motherfucker. Stop, Lee. They all like so. Angel go out like a sucker. Everybody's riding their horse and escape out the way. You know. Colonel Graham ain't worried about it because they'll find him again. And then they out there traveling. And then somehow Jesse Lee out there in the woods. <laughs> they just find him. Um, they tracked Jesse. Like, like, yeah, like, I guess it's only you have to remember though, back then it's like one road. Cause you ain't trying to get lost. So it's like, you know, the whole like which way you go. You take this one path right here and you go straight. That's all you gotta do. So it's kind of figure like you put two and two together. Like if they're gonna go west, they're gonna take this road. Jesse Lee out there in the woods. Like I said, he on his Metal Gear Solid shell, like in the woods. It's just Raven territory. Shooting <laughs> 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 Father Tom head off his damn off his damn head. Yeah, he like, you know, oh Jesse Lee. Oh, we finally found you, Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee, they killed Angel. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was, that was it. it. <laughs> oh man, Tolo deserved better, but I guess you know, like they said in IMDB, he was wandering around so much. <laughs> that can't be true. That can't be true. You saw that, right? What's that? You saw that on IMDB what they said about Tolo Loke, right? No, I didn't. Oh did god. This is the only trivia for the movie. They had to have somebody uh, be around him because he would wander away, just just walk away or whatever. And most of the time, it was the catering. Like old dirty bastard. <laughs> it's like an old DB story. I mean, it's the nineties. Oh, they're probably like, let's just kill him all we, first. We ain't, talk, we ain't talking about a Marvel. We ain't talking like a Marvel movie. So it's like you know, um, quality control. Might be like shaky a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny though. That is <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> just thinking that because I'm like, why did he die first? And I'm just like, did I look on IMDb? I'm like, holy shit! I hope this ain't the reason they got rid of him. He just wanders away. Mm, I need somebody to die. Then they know he smoked weed, so he probably was high as hell. Anyway, go ahead. So anyway, that whole thing—they trying to figure out why. why What's everybody doing? My father Tom's there. Like, I you know, figure we just roll around here and have some fun. Like, cause like, what you doing over here, Gam? Like, I know why I wrote here. It's like, you know, I don't know. Have some fun, do a little thing like that, make some money. It's like, you know, everything come with a cost. Gambling's like, you know, gotta pay the devil his due. Out there riding his horse. Like, you know, he out here slick talking. Like, you know, have a little fun, make a little money, whatever. Have I forgot to ride with you boys, anything like that. I'm 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 super I'm super pissed at you right now because all I'm thinking is like he thought this was the symphony video extended, <laughs> so it's just it's just Big Daddy Kane being Big Daddy Kane. Spanish quarter stick it up to my ass, they played themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
By the time I was giving me a new watch. <laughs> like he just out there riding, so he runs the cool cheap rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's in my head now. And then it's kinda like, you know, we're gonna go to a town out west, and then, you know, here's the town, like he out there strolling with a horse, just not a black person in sight. See all these white people looking. See the sheriff there, see everybody else there. Ain't nothing happening. And then they get there, like, you know, and they got to figure out what we're going to do with this gold because they were tracking the gold. Break it down. Colonel Graham ain't going nowhere. So their plan is, you know, melt the gold in the bars, easy to transport, hard to track, which makes sense. And they, like, they find some, you know, blacksmith. It's like, you know, melt these down, no questions asked. Do a good job. Get to keep one of them. They got a special order. I'm like, what is that? So special order is we kind of find out I need golden bullets. Why you need golden bullets? Because Jesse Lee and some voodoo stuff. Some of you know the voodoo ladies in New Orleans say you got the only way to kill evil spirits is by shooting, like you know, kill them in this life and the next, and shooting them with gold. And I'm like, when did we walk into Castlevania? <laughs> Can you explain that to me? I got nothing for you because that's the first thing I thought about. I was like, damn, now I hit fucking with Dracula and shit. What was he doing? <laughs> it is like, I know a lot of black movies, like they love they love going to New Orleans, bringing in hoodoo and voodoo and all like that. Because, like, Harlem Nights, like, you know, that's a guy, you know, she's from New Orleans, you know, some Creole bitches. They turn into a frog. <laughs> that was a thing in that. <laughs> yeah. East Bayou, that was a thing. It's like, black people, they go down to the Essence Music Festival. They're like, yeah, you know, my mom was 110 free old, so I can't mess with you. She gonna, you know, she could turn to a damn eagle, put that root on you. You know what I say? I just say, I don't know, so I don't speak on it. I see a lot of people make jokes and stuff, and I'm like, nah, I ain't doing that, because I don't know shit well, about it. Just just because you like skin don't mean you Dr. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's like I'm not, I'm not discounting it because there's a lot of unexplained things that happen with no explanation. I'm just saying, black people get a little too enthralled with this whole. That was, you know how we sage stuff now. That was saging back then. Yeah. No. So, anyway, make the bullets and get some more flashbacks. You find out about you know his daddy. You're like oh, his daddy was a preacher. Was that King David that's going to preach everything, Freedom Town? And you see. Quick Jesse question. Lee. Quick question. Yeah. I need to cut across you. Why didn't his dad just play his dad? I mean, it, uh, it was right fucking there. What are we doing? The other dude could have played. Cause uh, that, no, because they wanted his. Because I, I bet you Melvin Van Peoples wanted to be around Solid Richardson. <laughs> you know what? You might be right on that. <laughs> okay, never mind. And I could I I actually have some more roles because Melvin got to do stuff. And quick aside, I'm like, you know, the money gets spent on my daughter. It's like, all right. <laughs> you all know, right. you know, that did not make me feel good at all. I was just like, what? He's oh, she's a woman first, but my daughter second. And I'm like, I mean, she's, she's my daughter, but she's also a grown woman. I know how the birds and bees were. I know y'all, I know y'all used to fuck this. <laughs> I ain't front. You, you, you can get the fucker again. You hit me off. He give me somebody. I was just like, oh. Anyway, go ahead. At least he up front shit. I mean, it's dirty, but at least he honest about his fuckery. So anyway, 
he had this way, you know, he had this more flashbacks. You find out, you know, you see, find out about his dad. His daddy was a preacher. So you see him, you see Sally Richardson, and then you see Blair Underwood with those damn <laughs> beads on. Them chops. He has some chops on. Those like, he, yeah, like, he, this before the chops, he just had, he had, like, a flowing shirt, like, he T-Hawked. I'm like, why, why you got the Native American beads on? You hang, you like, you hanging around with him anyway. So, it was T-Hawk. Had, had the bullets. Yes, he had the T, he had the T-Hawk braces on. Like, Blair Underwood, those L.A. Law, monkey ass down somewhere, looking all suspect. So, anyway, they make the bullets. And it's like, you know, you want to test father time. It's like, you know, you're a good character. Uh, I guess I reckon. Like, you trust this guy right here? No, I don't think I can. You know. You're like, all right, kill him. Like, you know, basically like a test. Like, you know, I don't know. I know all these other people. I don't know. I don't know you. So, you know, one way. The whole thing is like, you know, you want to be part of the gang? Shoot him. Father time, come in. Talking all that stuff like, you know. Yeah, I don't know you. When I'm done, ain't nobody gonna know you. Fucking all. Talking that bullshit. Talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you did. Ain't like they're like, oh, it's ain't personal. Sorry, you know, time go. He just still talking, and all of a sudden, the dude seen the side, he like, see you, and recognize Jesse Lee, and realize he's part of Lynch Mob that killed Jesse. You know, mess with Jesse Lee killed his daddy, mm-hmm. and pow, get caught with a golden bullet. And they laughing about it. <laughs> they were tickled about it too. Yeah, like you know, you're gonna like you're gonna shoot somebody, shoot. You know, say the bluff, say the bluff for the card table gambler. Like you full of shit. <laughs> it's like yeah, you quiet talking. When push comes to shove, you just talking. You ain't a shooter. Like most rappers, like it's cool. That's why I say it's Big Daddy Kane playing it. It ain't Rock Kim playing it. Rock Kim went shot. <laughs> Talking about you don't you don't eat fish no way, so you ain't God body. So you got. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and just to put just to rope salt in the wound, you get a little, you know, get a little gold bars like, you know, I want you to see that if somewhere Colonel Colonel Graham come, I see you let them know that Father Time and the posse out here and they on some they on the killing spree. They want to do some killing. Do you remember that? And now it's like, oh Father Time indicted. No, he's part of the game too. You can't even run no more. <laughs> ain't no change your mind no more. Yo, and I thought that was so good. I was like that little detail because you're not sure of him, and in, in, in from the beginning you're not sure of him because you don't know which where the wind blow what he might do. So adding that little nugget in is like, oh no, you going down with us now. <laughs> Whatever happened, you for the ride. <laughs> but you want us now? <laughs> <laughs> So they out there and they leave because matter of fact, like, you know, Jesse, you got to go, you know, because Jesse out there. Oh, because the sheriff out there, he's part of the whole thing, too. He that shooting. And Jesse Lee just strolling out here like something going wrong, sheriff. But he bullet, but he bulletproof. Shoots the guy on the roof. Without looking, I'm like, okay, Jesse Lee, RoboCop. He absolutely activated his uh <laughs> his his invincible. This is a nineteenth century. Those guns are only so accurate. Oh, we ain't talking about like AR like you ain't talking about like yeah. Desert Eagle with an AR fifteen. He got like a like a six shooter. And he out there just shooting to the side, hitting the dude off the roof. <laughs> you know, get the share a few shots. 
while he just reloading his gun. Sheriff missed once. Sheriff missed twice. Shoots him again. Then Jesse Lee hit him with another gold bar. Simon Belmont strikes again. Biggest <laughs> balls finished. And then he in the trance. Just remember what happened, you know, to his daddy, to him, because I, you know, they show him getting beat up. Like he got stopped. Like he got stopped out when he his, got his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Out there, no, it's like look like Deontay Wilder. Oh beat no! Up nine types of theories. Let me fall on my shield. Go ahead. He's throwing his shield, all right. He he in a trance, and then a train shot of nowhere. And who come off the train? Colonel Brown. And I'm like, okay. Is Colonel Brown like Jason Statham was a serious seven? Like everywhere, Dominic ain't show up. Uh-huh. So, you know, this is an impregnable fortress so I could come in. But who that's riding up on there? Jason Statham with a suit on. <laughs> Colonel Graham on Colonel Graham on a train with a squad with horses. Leave just in time. Do we mention yeah. And the funny, thing, the funny thing is, he ain't in a hurry. Like, you know, I know where Jesse Lee going. I get up sooner or later. Yeah, I did notice that, too, because it was just like he wasn't in a big hurry. He's like, I can do this all day. I can track you all day. Um, But we didn't talk about was when Jesse was uh, on his little killing spree in that town, the old white man got a kick out of him killing everybody, too. Now, I'm not sure if that white <laughs> I'm not sure if he was racist or what, but he got a kick out of Jesse, Jesse killing people. I'm surprised he saw what was going on. He looked, he was blind. <laughs> yeah, I saw that old snaggletooth dude with um some porridge on his beard. <laughs> <laughs> and then smiling. Basically, yeah, I, I they show him a few times. And Colonel Graham get the um quarter somehow here, you know, from the Motisa tribe. Get the Motisa. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just to be out there, not just going to touch that, I'm going to Dance about it, brag about the sports center. <laughs> Jesse Lee on his shit. Yeah, he fucking with him now. So they had some more stories like Jesse Lee out there, you better get in your sleep. Talking about, you know, that's what them gold bullets for. Like, you know, that man got demons in the sleep. Like, you know what them gold bullets for? You know, the hoodoo lays New Orleans say the only thing to kill the evil and the living and the dead is to kill them with gold. And you get more of the backstory, and it's kind of like, why little J Roll went on, you know. You know the problem between, you know, race and white man, black man, fear. Fear we understand. I don't fear nothing. You know, I understand anything like I was like, and you know, one thing I do know, I don't know where this path going. I just know where I'm with Jesse Lee. Never get bored. Like the only thing he said I fear was, was boredom. Like riding with Jesse Lee, you never bored. Like I just like the thrill. The thrill of winning, the thrill of losing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this white privilege right here. Like he just like, he <laughs> Surfboard and if surfboard if surfboards exist, he he a, you know Lil J a bungee jumper. He cool he cool with black people. The only thing he worry about is being bored. He don't got no fear and anything like that because they break it down talking about you know traveling like something. You can't travel here. That's too country. Like you know they worry about my, my black ass. I don't know about you. Come over here first. You enslaved black man and then you kill the red man and take all his land. Can I get an amen? It's like. In a bubble, like, hey, man, out here signifying, not taking on the side. Like, first of all, this white man never did nothing. No black man never owned things. Second of all, you know, we went somewhere. Both me and you would be there. Difference is, I'd be, you know, you know, I'd be on the train chilling, and you'd be out here bringing my black with your black ass. Now, can I get an amen? Amen. 
He like Jesse Lee, can I shoot this fool? Like Jesse Lee is chilling. And Jesse the whole time he just watches stuff and just be like, I'm I'm the I'm the adult in the room. Yeah, that that that's right on the head. He always seemed above all the the, the little jokes and goofiness and playfulness. He was just like, I'm good right here. I'm gonna let y'all have y'all fun. Then they traveling some more, you get some more flashbacks, you find out, you know, King David died because he was a preacher. Basically got lynched by the clan after they beat down Jesse Lee because they ain't, you know, you want to find that priest. Like, don't be teaching these people nothing. Don't be learning. Don't be learning to read, boy. Ain't no, don't you color people. You is free. That's all you need to do. You books, land. You trying, you trying to vote. <laughs> no way. Funny how things have not changed too much in between when this movie came out. Like when this movie, like the time frame of this movie, and now, right? Like, nah, okay, um, nah, you got an ex, you got world star. You trying to vote? Can't have that. Damn shame. Oh, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about the whole bath scene. Oh, when they, oh, okay. The scene I'm talking? Yeah, when they found the little yeah, pond. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all the inner rip, just like you know. Imagine you and keep in mind, you all geared up in clothes. And it ain't like there's a whole bunch of showers in there. You get wet in some damn palm water, like ugh. Now yeah. you musty and wet. I'm not sure you're getting clean, but they felt like they were getting clean. Uh, they out there, Bobo slacking water, and they pissing in the water. <laughs> yeah, they out here playing, they naked playing around, wrestling and shit. And Jesse Lee out there with his. And Jesse Lee never take his damn hat off. <laughs> that man in the water just smiling and smirking with a hat, no clothes but a hat. <laughs> Jesse Lee, Jesse Lee's the coolest man in school, man. And you can't fuck with Jesse Lee. Like, he having fun, but he's not going to have too much fun. So they travel again. They on the road. While Colonel Grant on his way, knowing where he's going. And then they find a wagon. People die because they starve to death. And this one little kid survived. And Jesse Lee has another, like, Jesse Lee has one of his other flashbacks. Like, the flashbacks are getting to know, like, the tele, you know, it's basically like spacing, you know, chilling out Jesse Lee's life, kind of find out his daddy was a preacher. Daddy guy got lynched. He had a girl, Lana, played by Sally Richardson. She had to leave when Jesse Lee killed a dude and had to go in the army. But don't worry, though. Carver did, you know, save the day. Damn. Fucking scammer. And they, and they realize they going, you know, they realize that, the, you know, that, that wagon was going to Freeman Town. It's like, oh, Freeman Town start by King David. And before you get to Freeman Town, you got to find out what comes to town across. What was it? Cutlersville? Cutterstown. Cutterstown, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Cutterstown, we have one of our other villains. Sheriff Bates. <sighs> yep. You know, it's a lot of villains running around. Like, oh, let me tell her. You know, he out there kissing his wife and child. He's like, hold on, come on, you ready? You ready to see this hanging? They out there singing songs. Probably got pumpkin pie and this Native American pumpkin trespass. Oh shit! You know, apple pie. (laughs) You know what it is. Too damn damn big for some apple pie. You know they eat some damn pumpkin pie. Like, you ready? You ready to see this hanging? That's the problem. You people that handle you know, the savages can't just be going wherever you want. You can't get your hands dirty. You know, like everybody wants some fried chicken, but nobody wants to rain the chicken. So 
So you hire people like me, and I take the chicken and I ring it. That's how you get the big piece. And they all sing a song. Go these savages, go send them to the Lord, they go. Hanger. And the Native American dude that's in there that's shaking his head, like, you know, <laughs> look how y'all doing, my people, man. Yeah, rocked up. And he all there, like, I need, let me hug my wife and daughter, and we're going to take them to the movies. We're about to hang a red person. Like, ain't that a And that shit happened in real life. Ain't that yeah. a bitch. It was a, fucking, it was a fucking movie to them. It was a show. Something they <laughs> waited all day for and going to have popcorn and Man, fuck that. Whatever. Yeah, it's like, here to go. I don't need to watch the Raider game. I can just watch this. Thank God we got sports. That's what he stopped. Exactly. Man, it was, if they, if they invent baseball and basketball, they might still be hanging us in this damn day. <sighs> oh, it'd be some fucking running man shit going on with black people. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, LeBron James versus the Lions. <laughs> Tune in tonight. The tight games look a lot different. Y'all did like Spartacus and some shit. Pretty much. Von, like Von Miller and a sword. You fighting a damn uh, elephant with a white man with a gun on top of the elephant. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Thank goodness and, things changed. They, you talk, they, come on, they break down sports and like, you know, LeBron, he only got bit twice and he died. Got lose losing <laughs> tangible. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they get to Freeman Town. And this is what you see, you know, blast from Patty, all the people from the 70s. See Isaac Hayes there. You see Pam Greer there. You see my man, Daddy Winslow, Reginald Bell Johnson there. They're like, oh, just me out here. Some trouble going. Oh, you know who else you see? George Washington Duke. Oh, shit, yeah. That's you, Jesse Lee. Don't hug me too, boy. I see. You know, I was watching that. I didn't realize that shit until you just said it. That was damn Duke. Yeah, he just had a different mustache. See, he had that mustache in Rocky Five, so you didn't recognize him. You, uh, you recognize the voice. Yeah, the so voice was in there. there. And it's like, around the time, like, you know, I'm going to go ahead, shower up. I'll I, I see y'all later. Mm-hmm. Like, by the time, bouncing on out. Like, I'm a, like, where did he go? Phoenix? Who the fuck knows? He just bounced out because he basically, it was like a cutaway, like, you know, I'll catch you on town later. I'm and like, because just like, you know, you see this gambling, they found the time, he with us. Like, assuming he'd be back, it's like, you know, I guess about time, like, I gotta take a shower. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, because he did say, he said it. He said it before they left, before they got there. He was like, I need, he's, I could use a shower or something like that, whatever. Some fresh clothes, yeah. a little shower, be all right. So they out there and, Fake Jack A. Harry at the bar singing. <laughs> She's singing, but then she starts singing to Obobo. Right. Yeah, buddy, cause she was shooting. She blew on this, baby. Yeah, and, found somebody that could pick her big ass up. She would be shooting a shot. And he that is woman, there. That woman, she all, that's all vittles. <laughs> that's a whole bunch of grits. Obobo is nervous. Shook daddy. But he knew how to handle it though once he got unshook. Yeah, he like, picked oh, the ass up. I've never heard an angel sing like this before. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you got? I got my little harp. Watch him blow, baby. He blew like three lines. She wet. Yeah, let's go. Watch him blow, baby. 
He like, bitch, I do Jesse Lee. <laughs> See, too much fucking with. He pick, he pick our ass up and take it to the room. Good for a bobo. That's, that's going on. And me, because they having fun. Um, Weezy out there having fun. And where's Jesse Lee at? He bounced again. Mm-hmm. He out there. You know, he running, uh, what's the face? First he said, oh, Jesse Lee taught you everything I know. Your little daughter around. Yeah, I know she came around here for, you know, got some gold. Like, you know, got a little something. You know, I'm like, Lana's my daughter. She a woman too. I know you're here starting some trouble, but you know, to see like, well, I get a little more time with your daughter, like, you know, get some of this. Basically, like, pimping her daughter out, like, both of them, both of them foul. Both of them. Fuck. Fuck Melvin <laughs> and, and fuck Jesse. I'm just like, man, come like, on, father, man. Like, like father like son, little Joe and Jesse Lee. Cause your shit didn't Joe play well. Like, you know, I, know you, I know you didn't come all the way up here to talk to me. I'm trying to sniff around my daughter, anything like that. And, you know, that's what you're trying to do. Jesse, like, you know, I got a little gold right here. I can use something to give me time with your little daughter. Fuck that. For a while, you know, that's my daughter, but she a woman first. So I know how she rolls, so I'll be, I'll, I'll be on my way. Um, con- the condoms next to the biscuits. The condoms? You better get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know it was all raw, <laughs> raw dogging back then. Man, she ain't. I don't know. I want to try like Jesse been in the army for a long time. I got some from some Manila whore. I, I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure a lot of people died from diseases back then, and they didn't even know what the fuck they had. Like, what the fuck is that on my dick? And then fucking dying. Yes, but before, okay, did he meet Carver before he met with Lana again? Yeah, after. he met with her. He met he met Carver right after he met uh Duke. First he talked to oh, Duke, and right. then Carver came over. Yeah, there. let's talk. Let's talk about Carver. Ooh. No, I'm gonna miss out. Blair Underwood. Ooh, when I text you, I should have known that motherfucker was a villain because this motherfucker them chops. Mister mm-hmm. S's magazine. All eighty squad. Listen, Underwood. listen. Anybody don't know? It's 2020. But Blair Underwood was a thing. I mean, he was. I'm, I'm just talking about black. For a long time. Yeah, the, a long, long, long. Like he was like you know before we were sweating Denzel. Like like Denzel was always there. Before we were sweating Denzel, they were sweating Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood was a huge thing in the black community for especially for women. Excuse me, women in general. But he was, he was the pre. He was like you know you know how. I always tell people how black women look at Morris Chestnut. They used to look at Blair Underwood like that. Yep. And they looked at Blair Underwood for a long ass time. Uh, like from what? Late 80s to what? Mid 90s? So he finally aged out. Mid 90s. Like to like to to the time he got grits thrown on him in a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all did like, oh. I see you ain't, yo, you the sheriff now. Y'all got to get a law and order. Don't be doing that. I'll throw your black ass in jail, Jesse Lee. But let me tell you about this. So let me tell you about this urban life, Jesse Lee. You know, it ain't about white and black. You got to expand your vision. You got to have the money for the railroad. And like, he out here talking scam. Like, let me he, tell you about this business, Jesse Lee. And Jesse like, you know. Carver, absolutely. I don't, got time. I don't got time for all this bullshit right now. I'm just trying to chill. Carver, absolutely would have played third base for the Houston Astros. Absolutely would have. You worry about the whole past, like you know, we made Freeman Town, so let's meet with the future. 
You worry about her past going on. Like that. I'm going to tell you about something, Jesse Lee. Ain't about white. Ain't about black. It's about owning land. He talking too fast. Work for your skin. It's like, you know, let me tell you about business. Let me, let me teach you about business, Jesse Lee. You don't understand about business. It's about business, Jesse Lee. Because we got the land. You got the poverty. You work for yourself. I was waiting for him to start talking about Fit Team and Chestnut Checkers Twitter and all this stuff. Because like, he was talking some scammer shit. Pretty much. Scam. We didn't realize how much of a we should have known he was a scammer from how fast he was talking. We didn't realize how much of a scammer he is until later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it makes sense now with Jesse was like, you know, let's just have right now an old friend in this drink. Because he knew he was on some bullshit. He just, I don't think he knew how much. Yeah, like, I don't want to talk about the past. I want to talk about the future. We're just two friends right now and enjoying a drink in the here and now. I'm like, all right, got that. So that happened. And then he he run up with Lana. Lana pissed. Like, you know, y'all here, you just left me. You just gonna show up like ain't no like you just gonna show up and think y'all just give you this pussy cause you just here now. Cause you've been doing sit ups like you was gone. She absolutely did. And keep in mind, it's played by uh, this is Sally Richardson. Mm-hmm. When we first when people first saw her and her, you know, poof. It's funny, back to back we had Robert Gibbs and Sally Richardson. She's a, she's she was she was bad. She was bad. You know how black people like to say they get like, you know, they won thirty two charity. They try to use that excuse for them getting <laughs> their hair with Hawaiian silky. Sally Richardson was actually like, you know, half Native American. Or like I don't want to say half like, like you know, she had Native American ancestry in there and she wanna show it off with her hair out there flowing. She out there with the beads on, showing her abs. And I'm trying to say, how you got abs in the 1890s? A lot you of you, you know, you do a whole lot of running and hunting because it was like people doing crunch. Crunch didn't exist back then. A lot of sit ups. How they who was doing sit ups? I mean, shit. I don't know. I'm just taking a guess. Um, Jack Johnson. <laughs> just do taking a guess. She had abs. Well, she had to get the abs somehow. Maybe chopping trees. I don't fucking know. Chopping trees. <laughs> hey, Wolverine. <laughs> she like she's silver pie. She's out there, you know, catch some fish and chop it out of the tree. You get those old bleaks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, she out there pissed off. Come on, you know, I'm married Carver. You know that, right? Like you love him. You be asking the type of questions. I'm married him, nigga. He leaves, and then Bates, you know, he he leaves, and then who shows up? You know, Bates shows up because he kind of found out. Because one of the dudes at the bar snitched, like, you know, Jesse Lee in town. Jesse Lee. Yeah, I saw him out there now. Oh, shit. Like, Bates, like, oh, we got to do something about Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee can't be coming up with another town. Jesse Lee going to kill me. <laughs> Bates was leading the lynch mob that killed his daddy. As soon as he found out Jesse Lee in there, he is shook. It's like we got to squad troops. <laughs> and they show up there, bust through. I heard this establishment. You had some undesirables in here. And little Joe, like, you can't be up in here talking to us like that. Just be showing up in there. They slap the shit out of him. While Melvin Van people think because he had a six pack, he was with his ass. Yo, what is wrong with you? 
man? Like, you know, you can't be coming up and here to do that. They looking like, you know, shut your black ass up. He said... He said just because rubber band people saw you in a six pack. Um, congratulations, you had definition before the 20th century. <laughs> that shit will not prevent you from catching these Caucasian hands. Oh, Boy, oh shit. He was way out of pocket. <laughs> he out there, and they, you know, they asked the Bobo. Oh, they beat him up twice because they hit him a few times, and the Bobo trying to square up with people with rifles. Yeah, didn't they touch his girl? You don't touch women like that. He doesn't say. I think they touched his girl. He went off too. They start messing with Weezy. Yeah, That's Weezy. Little Jay get mad. Talking about Weezy ain't never hurt nobody. <laughs> he pulled a knife out. See, here you go. Pull a knife out. Oh, because Father Tom they're playing cards, and Father Tom ain't saying shit. <laughs> he got his back turns the whole thing. Like I ain't in this. I just signed a cash money two weeks ago. I ain't got no people, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he out there playing cards. He not looking up. He out there playing cards with a cigar. Like I don't know. I'm waiting for this. You know, I wa- I'm waiting for this uh, taste of chocolate uh, album money to come through. Y'all can have it. Mm. <laughs> I just got here five minutes ago, dog. I don't know what's going on. He out there playing it cool, and Lil J playing it cool. So he out there before the knife out stabs people, doing spin kicks. Like he gonna fight twenty people with a knife. He thought. What was his plan? He out there jumping. He was riding. Like, yeah. He was just riding with the team, yeah. That's all it was. He won't go let nobody. That was his like family, his friends. He was just like, fuck it. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened because he got hit one time in the back with like a shovel, and it was a wrap. Yeah. Apparently, he can't. He don't understand. You know, I can't turn my head because I'm a defensive back. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they stopped the shit out of him. And meanwhile, while he getting stopped, what's Jesse Lee doing? Jesse Lee come back. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, anything like that. You know, everything. I didn't mean it. And then you sweet talking, they like, you know. She out there, she throwing eyes at him, he throwing eyes at her, and she's talking some stuff about voodoo and like, you know. She said some. She said she said some bullshit. Like basically, the only thing I remember from that whole thing was you need to be uh, paying attention to the living instead of the dead. Oh, that's right. Oh, you know, you know how you piss off the dead by making love. Making love, you have a chance to make a new life, and the dead don't like that. And she basically saying, "Why don't you, why don't you hit this?" Yeah, basically, imagine, shoot the club up. Mario Van people not imagine Mario Van people not having a love scene with Dolly Richard in the movie he directed. Yeah. <laughs> she told him. You thought? Yeah, good. Vanity Project said it our best. That's the best thing about being a director. <laughs> you can do what you want to do. Like, I know what's exciting, man. Because like you hear all these stories, like it was like a couple movies people had, like like two of the Blade movies. He's gonna have a love scene. They changed it because Blade Two and Blade Trilogy. That was part of the script. Like, nah, you gonna go that route? I don't know what he's like. What? What? <laughs> it gotta be the I'm director. Not, I'm not. Jessica Bill getting this play. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, nah, we're going a different direction. <laughs> you get to talk trash. You get to you get to sit there while Ryan Reynolds talk trash for three more minutes. I mean, he did get his love scene with Jennifer Lopez and Money Train, though. <laughs> I know he was happy about that. I know he shot a shot Jennifer Lopez just like, nah, I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. What you mean, good? So instead, you 
Yeah, you can't hit you can't hit it, but P Diddy can. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't even a race thing with that either. It was just like, nah, I don't know what I heard some stories, Wesley. Ali told me how you used to roll. Nah, I thought but Wesley was always like he liked Asians though, right? He had an Asian thing going on. No, he had by that no. By the time he got married, around the time he like Asian, but he was like he you know, he married an Asian, it's like, yeah, I know I know martial arts. I'm down with He was like, you know, he had a Holly, Holly Berry, and apparently was like Violet. So that's when Holly Berry was like, boy, she she was going through it. Oof. Him and David Justice, and before, and then Eric Benet. Jesus, she had a rough, yeah. And, and, and then the model dude, she had the baby with. Come up now, I'm with Holly Berry, and I want her to, you know, be too ethnic and this black shit around my child. You know. This today is the day I found out about this whole Wesley Snipes thing. I never knew about that one. No, because it wasn't this whole thing. It wasn't like um, publicized, okay. and everybody was blaming David Justice because somebody you know Holly had a busted eardrum. Like you know, they like they like I do that shit. Wesley did that. <laughs> oh, they pointing the finger. Damn. Yeah, like nah. I, I you know I do a lot of things, but I never put my finger on nobody that wasn't in the game. He's basically like Omar. Like ah, oh, Wesley did that way. When I found out on the car facts, it was already like that, dog. It's basically how he was wearing it. And then people looked at Wesley like five said they forgot all about it. Like, it's, it's not common. Like, if you know, you know. But it's like it's common knowledge. It ain't gotcha. like Chris Brown, Rihanna. Oh, okay, I got you. So, so he out there making love with his, his, his Indian black woman. Lil' J getting stomped to death. And as soon as he <laughs> dies, he screams out, you know, Jesse Lee hears it. It's, I don't know how I, I saw in a dream he comes back to town like you know the most, oh, I'm gonna come out here with a whole bunch of men and a whole bunch of guns <laughs> you about to bring Jesse Lee alive or dead don't worry we're gonna give him a fair you know they take Lil J I mean they take um Melvin Van Peoples they take a Bobo he's like what you gonna do with those people don't worry we're gonna give him a fair trial just like Jesse Lee bullshit you know that mean yeah bullshit Clan coming, they like they just go home there for the clan to come, and that's the thing that get me. Why don't you like you racist? You know it's not gonna be a fair trial, but you can go the whole song and dance like we just gonna hold you in jail for the clan to come and kill you, so we can say oh we had nothing to do with it. It ain't like if you did it yourself, you are gonna get in trouble anyway. So why yeah. are we doing the song and dance? I think the shit was just at that time, and that shit was fun to them. That whole. Oh, we're gonna take you in town. You can get a fair trial. Okay, boys, oh, shit. go shit dress up in your, like put on your hoods. This is fun to us. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah, it's, it's like Resident Evil. Oh shit, we're gonna kill you, but Nemesis came. Like, what are we talking about? Like, just do it. Just, if you're gonna do it, do it. You holding them for somebody else to do it? Just say, oh, we're gonna, we tried. Like, so, yeah. Anyway, so, that happened. Just we show up. You know, she's OJ stomped to death. And Father Tom, like, you know, I'm so happy you try to be a hero. Just wind up, just wind up dead. This is the first time you see Father Tom show some remorse. Because before that, this, this whole thing was, you know, I ain't in it. I ain't trying yeah. to do nothing. I'm minding my business. If you don't mind your business, it's, you know, it's a wrap. Pretty much. 
I don't even think I think almost in this scene too, you almost see Jesse feel a certain like he's like, damn. Cause you know, he wasn't there when Tone Loke got got. So to see, you know, somebody that was he rolled with for that long with a period of time anyway, he's just like, Fuck. I should have been here, but I was too busy shooting up the club. Mm-hmm. Oh, before, and speaking of getting shoot up in the club, Carver out here, like, you know, this is my mate, you can't take him. And, oh, <laughs> oh they putting on the play. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna let no Nico talk to me like that. <laughs> These two are putting on a play. I was just like, he like, go ahead. He's like, go ahead. Get it, nigga. He's like, nah, y'all think. He's like, come on, Sheriff, do it. Like, and that whole thing, like, yeah, go ahead, Sheriff. Get your ass beat because somebody told you to. <laughs> like, you, like, if you out there, that's Mr. Mama's like, story, you know, you out there with like a woman. And some dude, like three or four dudes, catcalling your woman. You gonna be out there probably like, nah, I'm gonna handle this later. You were like, nah, real man would did something. <laughs> like, yeah, let me go out here on my, my double dragon tip and get the shit beat out of me to prove a point. <laughs> I, get all up, like get him, like like get what, get beat up. I played double dragon when somebody else don't put a quarter in. I know how that go. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, how that shit go. On, you, you can do it. Prove something. <laughs> prove? It ain't even so much left and right you can go. It's <laughs> when you get popped upside the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that elbow ain't going. That elbow trick only working double drain don't work in real life. <sighs> so, anyway, they go to Cutter's Town. Jesse, Father Time, show up just as the clan. You know, like, oh, you're going to get a fair trial. You know, we're talking about that, you know. You say something about, um, oh, you know, we got to do something to try to save your black soul. Like, right now, I'm just worried about saving my black ass. Real. Mm-hmm. And then the clan comes like, oh, because one of the dudes is kind of cool with it. And, you know, the other guy, because, you know, other guys like, oh, don't worry. We can't be doing this. We got to protect the clan. Like, oh, don't worry. It's too many of them. They going to overcome us. And then one of them, Jesse Lee, took the hood. Another one of the lynches, he gets shot. And then did the mayor die before or after? Uh, I think it was after. Yeah, after. Yeah, after. Yeah. Then they come and it's like they get him out here. It's like, you know, the real clan coming out there. So we got these. And guess who the clan is? Bates. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So they out there talking about what happened with Jesse Lee. He escaped and can't be doing stuff like this and everything. And then they shoot, the, you know, he, they shoot the mayor. You shot the mayor? Nah, no. Jesse Lee shot the mayor. <laughs> now we got to get payback for Jesse Lee. We got to get revenge. So just we come back tomorrow, you know, we he come to find out what the plan is. So Freedom Town, like you know, so Freedomsville is basically location with the railroad coming. Beforehand, they saw people building that railroad, singing them songs like "Oh, out here on our road, come on, get that soul." So yeah, and the railroad's coming there. Whoever owned that land is gonna make a big deal. When the railroad comes, you want to have the land. And you know who else knows the big deal? Carver. <laughs> He's in bed with the white man. We 
just leaving out here. You know, we live from Mississippi because the Klan came and it's like that. I ain't going through this again. You know, you selling your land. Like, yeah, Marcus Garvey talking about going to Africa. Africa, that's a long way. Well, all right, you got to go. You got to go. I'll buy it off you. Quick, it wasn't this whole, you sure? Like, okay. Yeah, he was happy. He was good. He pretty much like, bye. It's like, you know, like I said, hustling, Houston scammer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're old, so just you try to explain the game, somebody, you know, cut us down, they're going to come tomorrow, they're going to wipe you off the face of the earth, you're going to do something like, we can't fight. Nah, Jesse Lee, like, you can fight. I can't fight you. You go out here and do something. You can't do nothing. Like, we cow, like, you know, this not, we ain't built for this. And Father Tom, like, you know, I came in the road, thought I was going to find gold at this end of this trail. Hell, you know, whatever happened, happened. I'm going to tell you right now, you fight with these people are losing calls because they ain't going to fight for you. Like, it's just going to end up badly. So, whatever. Do what you're going to do. I'm out. Like, you know, I got to pay off the job of the hut. I'm out. <laughs> Trust these people if you want. So, at this point, all that's left is basically like, you know, Jesse, a Bobo, and Wheezy. That's it. Then... Five minutes later, they changed their mind. Oh, you know, because he come in. No, All the old heads up. pull up. All the seventies, uh, seventies old yeah. heads pull up. Because he goes in line from what we gonna do. Somewhere, you know, you was fighting for the dead all the time. Once you fight for the living, everything like that, you know, do it. You know, change your future and all that. You get some good box, and now all of a sudden, it's like you know, I'm fighting. I'm a hero now. I'm not a dark adventure. Yeah, he's not. He. Skeeted all that madness away. He thought he needed the gold bullets. All he needed was an orgasm. Skeeted his madness away. So they come out here like, you know, I t- long time ago, I taught you how to fight. Now I need you to teach us. He's like, you know, because George wants to do like, you know, they're going to come out here. This is all I got. This is my shop. They're going to take my shop. Yes, I'm here to fight. <laughs> As a case, but his two lines, like, you know, we're going to go ahead and fight. And Reginald Dawson wasn't cussing before, like, you know, come on with your little dusty butt. Don't be bragging. Like, you was right. We were wrong. Don't be expecting us to kiss your dusty little behind. And, like, we're going to have a plan. So they work out a plan. Cut his town, boys come. Before they come, who shows up? Because guess who, guess who shows up after, um, Bates kills the mayor. We had seen for a while. Colonel Graham. He pulled up hard, oh, too. I came some business. I like came some business, gentlemen. What's going on here? <laughs> he, just, like, he pulled in so happy. He, up, like, he just showed up out of nowhere. And then when he told, he's like, don't worry. He's friend of Jesse Lee. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. Like, let's get this man. Like, let's get this man together. Like, that's all Colonel Graham was worried about. He wouldn't want this old small-time business. It's kind of like, because keep in mind, we hadn't seen Graham for, like, what, 25 minutes? Yeah, he was out in the movie for an extended period of time. <laughs> I'll say yeah, almost 25, 30. Yeah, because we had to introduce Carver and Bates. And then all of a sudden, Colonel Graham, like, yeah, I'm the, don't forget, Big Boss is still the main driller in this movie. So we wasting time with Revolver Ocelot too long. Yeah. So... So they show up, they show up in town, like, you know, hey, Jesse Lee, long time, no see what's going to go on, talking about, you know, you stand in the way of progress, talking about, you know, Freedom Town, you know, Freedomville burn, 
Oh, this town's going to burn, too. I got explosives where you're out there. You're like, you're bluffing. And then he makes the signal, and Melvin Van people blow up with a, a, a water tower. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how they had time to set this up? Yeah, you could tell they were running out of, <laughs> you could tell they had to speed this shit up. In the middle of the night, so they have the shootout, and it's like you don't see nobody else. Like you see, you see the townspeople, and you don't see anybody else. Basically, because like I don't, like you don't see up because a bubble ain't there, and Weezy ain't there, and just Lee get beat up. He didn't, didn't work. He get, he get, like his plan was, he was getting stomped out. He's about to die. And all of a sudden, a bubble, you know, a bubble shows up, and Weezy riding a horse, and then we had you have a fight scene, and Isaac Hayes goes out badly. Uh, typical Isaac Hayes. Because <laughs> he's probably like, oh, it'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I don't need to be in this thing at all. <laughs> it don't matter. Walk on by. Basically, I'll sit and cry. Walk on by. Shot me in my chest. Now I'm dead. Not Candy Kiss Pam Greer. Because <laughs> it's kind of like Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer are both in this movie and they barely do anything in the movie. Yeah. It was probably more of a, oh, Melvin, yeah, sure, we'll be in it. <laughs> yeah, but we ain't trying to work for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, they ain't work. So they out there, a lot of gunfights going on. You know, like Gatlin Gun. Okay, dude, you got a Gatlin Gun, just me. Gonna do the Gatlin gun. Jesse Lee out there, like, I'm gonna say today, I'm gonna take some dynamite, shoot one person, punch somebody else, and jog over there and throw the dynamite at Gatlin gun and blow up the Gatlin gun. I'm like, wow. Chris Pratt did a whole lot more work and got shot when he did it in um, Magnificent <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Mario Van Peoples made that real easy. easy. So. That's going on, and then we kind of find out what Carver up to, you know, Carver taking the deeds. They like, you know, line of show like, what's going on, baby? Like, what's happening? Don't worry about baby girl doing business. Talking about, oh, you know, all the deeds. They trying to take the land. All the deeds are in your name. I know you was you with know, Jesse. Like you insist on that. You understand business, baby? I know you was with Jesse. <laughs> he just brought that out about the blue. I know you was with Jesse last night. I can't trust you. you know, I got. I got to keep this land because you've given up your land to Jesse Lee. So I can't trust your ass. <laughs> he just do it. I was just like, "Damn, bro, did you just sniff it out or something?" Yo, yams don't smell the look, same. Look, it's just like Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolution. When when Jada Pink was all out of pocket. Oh shit! <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, y'all did like I remember like look up Morpheus like I remember when you used to dance, you used to dance well. Some some dance. things that never change. And then what's homie? So like Naomi, like, get your ass like get your black ass over here. Like, you know some and he's like you know, some things do change. Like your man calling you like, go over there because Lockwood. Eat it. Like, you know, <laughs> get over here. Get out that man's face. Oh, oh man. I I totally forgot about that. Uh, Jada had this smirk like, oh, yeah, all right. I'm going to see you again. 
Like, I remember I used to put it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, what a lock was all Morpheus ass. I've been on that too. <laughs> this bald nigga out here talking about he got the one. <laughs> out here got men killed. Now, now he's sniffing ass in my room like, Ooh. Oh shit! Those movies. When we do the when we do the Matrix, we gonna have some stories because it's like it was some people that was way, way out of pocket, oh. way, way out of pocket. So anyway, I was thinking about that. It's like, cause yeah, Blair Underwood, he knew the future. As soon as just Lee came to town, the whole thing is he was there. Like that was that was Jesse Lee's woman first. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. only reason she with him is like, who else she gonna be with? In that damn town. Mm-hmm. You know, like you had a whole bunch of other options. It's like, yeah. you know. I'm just trying to think like, you know, you you the top quarterback at Howard. It's still yeah. Howard, but yeah, you still the top quarterback. Like, you know, your choices are kind of limited. Mm-hmm. So but once this Lee came out, yeah, I need to attention Lee. I could sniff it on you. <laughs> and then there and father and try to grab father, like, you know, lady said, keep your hands off. Cause Father Time came and saved Wheezy, and it's like you know, boy, I should have kept on like, oh, you came back, like, yeah, I should have kept on running. Mm-hmm. Lady Luck ain't with me. Like he kind of knew it was going to be a rap, but he's doing it anyway. It's fitting. It's fitting for the movie, and Mario made sure the movie was him. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. He came because yeah, he came back, tried to save Lana. The, his his light skinned sidekick that looked like um. Sandra's husband from the Cosby show. <laughs> Talk about Alvin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get shot. Carver shoots Father Time. Father Time's out of it. So that happens. And then Carver shows, Carver and Bates show up talking about we supposed to be a 50 50 deal. We supposed to split the whole thing. And it's like, oh, they're working in cahoots. They ain't working with the white so, man. He really trusts the white like, man. Carver, a traitor. He really trusted that he was going to get a 50-50 deal with the white man if everything had worked out. Wow. You can't trust the... I'm about to sound like a whole thing. That's why you can't trust the spawn of that coup. Oh, the, the white man from the Caucasus Mountains will lead you astray, my brother. <laughs> with the money, this face is on the money. Your face is not on that money. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like like I said, Carver out there. You know how much work it takes to have those type of sideburns, like eight, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Like a man that a sheriff that damn vein, you cannot trust. You cannot. You can't trust a man that's too damn vain. <laughs> so it's out here, and then Jesse Lee show up. Bait, I don't, Carver try to do something. He gets shot in the back. Bait, blast, white. <laughs> Carver out of here. Bye, Blair on the wood. Like, oh, where you at, Jesse Lee? I'm gonna find you, Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee out there loading his gun and sound with the gold bullets. I'm, you know, tomorrow we all gotta go to hell sometime. They're like, when you get there, tell him Jesse Lee sent you. Oh, I love that line. I don't know why, because he just say it's so smooth. Shoots him in slow motion. Yeah, catches him straight in the chest. That was one of the lines in his uh, monotone, cool voice that I really did, Doug. Because mm-hmm. the whole cause I, that's that's one of the few lines I remember from the movie. Because like you know, like, oh, oh, come on, where you at, Jesse Lee? <laughs> Y'all here running, hiding? 
Like, we all got to go to hell sometimes. Like, when you get there, tell them, just like, yeah, when you get to hell, tell them, Jesse Lee sent you. Like, he, you know, Mario was like, yeah, that's the line right there. <laughs> that's the one. One take. That's the one. Can't wait to talk to him. That shit. I'm going to get the light on me, too. I'm going to have my black hat on. I'm going to look smooth as hell. I'm going to have some cocoa butter on me. <laughs> my daddy thought he was the band. She's like, I'm, I'm the real band, people. <laughs> I'll be past the 59 on this oh my goodness it almost feels that way that he wanted to be like look I can be a leading man look what I can do but go ahead let's finish this shit I can do everything what you do and yep. I dark like that motherfucker right yep. there give me no chance absolutely oh I was just thinking about that like how much jealousy was I'm kind of, kind of like I bet you Mario was looking at Wesley and Denzel to side eyeing them. Yeah, like, yeah, I, he absolutely were. Because they, they kissed the little nigga Spike. Uh huh. He, motherfucker. He's like, I can do what they do, and I'm woke. The fuck is going on I here? Been a fuck, I could have been the Pelican brief. I know. I gave it this dick. Just because I don't play the game that Hollywood wants me to play, I'll do it myself. I bet he was probably thinking that was set by hitting the blunt. Yeah. Let's get let, let's get to Billy Zane, uh, coke, coke induced acting ending because he was having the time of his life with this ending. Oh yeah, like okay, <laughs> final ball. Hey Jesse Lee, out here. Glad you had your fun. Why don't you come out here? Don't forget my gold. He's like, yeah, movie ain't over yet. <laughs> they need to came to tell like remind. Yeah, remember me, Jesse Lee. Like, come over here and bring my money to we got business. Why don't you come in this burning house? Because I got your woman. And he's like, you know, gave him the gold. He's like, oh, you know, thanks for the gold. You know, retribution. I, you know, eye for an eye. Eye for an eye. She has those wonderful eyes. And a bubble, and like, oh, don't you want to get me? Because a bubble out there, his big ass is on the balcony sneaking. Like Batman. Nobody, nobody see him. Uh, okay, I have a problem with this. I do have a problem with this. Uh, it was set up so much that Obobo should have been the one to kill him. He should have been the one that shot him, or at least hurt him enough so Jesse could get the last bullet. But no, 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 no. Marvel people is like, are you fucking insane? Get out the way. This is my show. I would say, in defense. To Graham, he didn't have his track anymore because somehow Weezy got lucky and hit him with a knife to the chest. <laughs> you say he got lucky. That white dude, that white dude was chasing him like a white walker all through that damn town. Somehow he slipped up and died some Boba Fett shit. So anyway, you know, just he talked like, oh, you know, are you gonna kill me? You can tell man from the profile, but based on yours, you part of the most scarcer, like the more scarcer tribe. Grand don't like that one, but he getting pissed. He about to pop Jesse Lee, and then he see a corner eye, see a Bobo, wings him. A Bobo falls 11 feet. <laughs> I don't die. I can throw that motherfucker ass. Yeah, like you got a brain dab. Oh, Jesse Lee, you wing me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they out there having a and they have the fight in a burning house. And I will say this the fight wasn't one sided, it was like kind of like, you know, a competitive fight. Yeah, once he had hit him with the sword in the stomach, it was like, okay, I can see this. Then they 
because he slugged Jesse Lee a few times, Jesse hitting him back and then gets the upper hand and then Kern Grant tried to grab the sword again, the sword on fire. So of course he burned his damn hand, punches Grant through some wood and pushes him, takes the go, takes the girl, escapes out there because the house is about to blow up. Because I guess, you know, all that, all that Coke 45, that damn Hennessy. <laughs> like, like we need to stop drinking. What is, okay, I don't drink. What's the deal with Hennessy? Is it that, is it that good? Um, I'm a social drinker, so is it good? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, like I said, I mix, sometimes I mix with with Coke. It's not nothing that I would drink all the time. So for me, no, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. So, I know people who praise it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that happens. Because then the coast is clear. You find a bobo. It's like, oh, trust me. The, the bullet goes through. Your book hit it. Got saved by your magic book. Look, Jesse. And then somehow Rand busts through. Pushes the wood out of his chest, come out of a bird, burning building like a damn maniac. Dude, dude from Die Hard. And Jesse Lee shoots him like, what, 12 times? No, he lights him up. Lights him all the way up. So, so Graham's out of there. Everybody's out of there. Tomorrow, oh, we gonna, how are we going to rebuild? Tomorrow, we know what the goal we have. We can rebuild the whole town. Better. So, read the story to me, Jesse Lee. Demons to the prophet. Little boy, blah, read blah, blah, to him. Because this boy, big ass man that job. Little boy grows up to be the, that little boy that's there that they say with his dusty face grows up to be the narrator. It's like, you know, and he's telling the story to the people there. One of them has to be Reginald Hutland, the director of Boomerang. Oh, shit. Damn it, I didn't notice that. Yeah, of course. You don't know who knows what Reginald, Hutt, Reginald Hutland looks like. Wow. It's only it's the whole thing. It's not it's not like there's a lot of black directors. How many of you like if you know what Tim's story looks like? Uh like, I've seen I've seen a picture like, of him. You know what Malcolm, yeah, like you know what Spike Lee looks like. You know what Malcolm Lee looks like? Yes. I only seen a picture of him just because they recently, you know, when Best Man had came out, they had a picture of him on something yeah. I was reading. I don't. I didn't know I what he looked like before. Like he looks like. I, I, I know what Spike looks like. I know what Antoine Fuqua looks like. I know what Jordan Peele looks like. Um, Ava DuVernay. You gotta say her name the right way because she's bougie. Like I know what she looks like. But a lot of them, like you know. Yeah, that's true. You don't know how they all most of them look though. I know what George Tillman. I know what George Tillman looks like. <laughs> like most, like a lot of the directors, you don't know who they look like. Like Michael Bay, I know, but sometimes I forget. Like yeah. It's, Tall, big bird, goofy looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh shit! Looking off, looking off the So it's like, yeah. Then he has the Bible with the bullet in there, and then of course, can't have a moral band people moving without having education. That's why you know, black black people make twelve percent of the population, but own one half or one percent of the wealth. Take the grandfather clause. Black people couldn't own nothing and all that. And it's kind of like you know, these are untold stories. And then you have a rap video that ends the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Posse is a delightful watch. It was delightful. It was fun. It was, it was one of those movies that was easy to watch. It wasn't hard. 
I'm not sure how someone younger than us would take the movie just because of a lot of those actors and they may not know or may have seen. I don't know, whatever, but um, you should check it out. I would say it's a watch. Watch this hood-ass young guns movie out here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, a, it's definitely one of the good watch. Um, I have only seen it. Well, I've seen it twice now because it just wasn't something that I would just regularly watch because I think I'm still not. It's something about Mario Van Peebles movies. Like, I get it. Like, I'll watch them one time, and it's probably the only ones I watched religiously is uh, New Jack City, and I've seen Solo more than once, but that was only because <laughs> that was only because when I was younger, they you know, used to rent it. It's like, I'm like, when I saw something, I'm like, what is it? Like, what came out first, Solo or Soldier? Because cause sometimes I get mixed up with, like, like, I think I'm watching one, I'm watching the other, like, oh, yeah, it's Kurt Russell, so it's Soldier. Feel like it was solo, but I could be wrong. Because it feel like it's like two people decided to make the same basically the right. same type movie. Like yeah. one just got Marvel Van Peoples and one got Kurt Russell. And it's not neither one of them are like actually all that good. Uh yeah, Kurt <laughs> like, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell did a better job in the role, but the movies were both bad. Yeah. So yeah, it's kinda like Marvel Van Peoples been around. You know Marvin people. It ain't like you know you've seen a lot of his movies, which is funny. It's, I guess it's kind of like you know I'm like trying to find a, you know Jeff Jarrett's comparison. Passage Four is another one. You had long ass career. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> works like, too. I'm like I got the best of Passage. I'm like this man got fifty songs. Man, I heard like four of them. How long? How long he been working? And this working. before he came out to my little Nas X and he got clowned as he rightfully so. People, like I was a I'm a big Pastor Troy fan. Don't ask me why. I have no idea why. It's just I just happened to listen to him. I'm like, I don't know, it's straightforward. Tell you, he gotta tell you exactly what he liked and And then like Ghostface where you got one of like what Linguini and Z D what the hell are you talking about? Robotalistic gothalistic like no oh, man. Shit. I'll never forget the interview where they talked about Nutmeg on Supreme Clientele. He was like, they were like, yeah, what were you? He basically said, I don't know what I was talking about. I could tell you then, but I can't tell you now what I was talking about. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, like, you know, he listened to an Apple song. Like, you listen to, like, an Apple, and they had the lyrics yeah. with some of the songs. Yeah, yeah. I did it with Nutmeg. I was like, oh, shit. Because I was like, what the hell? Robotalistic gospel. This <laughs> My band kissed it. I'm like, Cause I heard that song a zillion times. Like, yeah, it's awesome. I don't know what the hell. Like, I don't know what is he talking about at all. He just and people make fun. Like, I'm glad it was just me because Bomani Jones said all the time, like Supreme, Supreme Clientele is this awesome album, and you can't tell what 75 percent what he's talking about. You have no idea yep. what it flows. I always thought I was the only one too. <laughs> I always thought I was the only one. It was like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but I'm always listening to this shit. No, you know why? Because if you said something like because asshole Wu Tang fan tomorrow, that's because your third eye closed. <laughs> you eighty five percent, and you need to stop thinking analog, think digital. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Your fake woke ass, don't like shut up. I got mad when RZA talk like that, and you ain't even RZA. So <laughs> shut up with all that. Tell me you're eighty five. That's how you understand Ghostface Clear. I'm like, no, he just high. Yeah, he was just going for it. But anyway, um. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say I would say it was a thumbs up with Posse. If you want to check it out, it was on Hulu Stars. Um, that's how I watched it. If you got Hulu and you got Stars, that's the whole thing. I got Stars. I didn't realize it was on Stars, so I rented it from Amazon. Yep, and um, yeah. No, matter of fact, I rented it from Amazon. I actually did watch it on Stars. I rented Boomerang. Yeah, I thought. Amazon. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the Boomerang booming. Uh, so I'm glad y'all enjoying that one. I hope y'all have enjoyed this one. So again, uh, this coming Tuesday, we will be doing the movie Dread, picked by Shahid. Um, and then the week after that will be around my anniversary, my one-year anniversary. I don't know what we're going to do actually for this side of the show of Hood Classes, but we'll figure it out. Um, oh, let me tell you about this, Bob. I may not be Dave Meltzer, but I keep it real. Let me tell you why I keep it real. Oh, wow. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at the real Jeff versus the world. If you want to follow Shaheed on Twitter or Instagram is Philly drugs. Man, don't, don't follow me right now. Cause I just go on Twitter, checking on the Sixer game and apparently Joel will be hurt his collarbones. Oh God damn. Ben Simmons already out. Ben Simmons, yeah, a day after dropping 49, and Ben Simmons already out with a back injury. People think he may not play the rest of the season, so. Oh, boy. Uh, it's going to be uh, Philly Twitter going to be something else, so guess who ain't going to be on Philly Twitter? <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I said, this will be, should be out. It should be Saturday. It'll be out. We were not going to finish. Um, we had to finish, you know, Black History Month right because we had movies that we were going to do, and for People who have asked, yes, I will be doing a dope movie. I just wanted to move it away from black history. We'll get to it sometime down the line. Um, we got to get, get that hipster shit in there because we know y'all like some Zoe Kravitz. Um, yeah, I feel like that's going to be a conversation. How cool we are. You know what I'm saying? Pretend how, how woke we are. That's why we're doing dope. And that, that movie. Anyway, but I'm sorry. It's not like I I don't dislike the movie. I think I just dislike that type of movie. Like um, I got I'm you. Show you how cool I am. So yes, I'm I'm black, but I'm not homophobic. Give me a high five. Look, you have your feelings is all right. Your third eye's not open. Um, <laughs> again, if you if you listen to us on Apple. Please uh, give us a rating. Give us a star rating. Leave uh, your reviews. That really helps out the show. Uh, you got anything else to say about dope? Any more slander for dope? Dope before we get out of here? No, I'm just I'm gonna slander you because you ain't watched how the fact you ain't watched Shred yet. And oh, for the people who say you need to do that Tyler Perry movie, piss off. We ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to watch it. I'm like, I am nah. I, can't do it. Uh, like, I don't mind doing a, I don't mind doing Tyler Perry. I'm going to do a fun Tyler Perry movie. Like, I don't know if we do like, I don't know if we do like the family that prays or the one with um Kim Kardashian being the worst best friend of the No, no, we're not doing, I hate that movie. I hate that movie with a, no. Well, I love, I love that movie because that shit, that shit insane. Brandy out there walking around with AIDS. Oh. He's a wildcat out here. Like he, he, like he, they've been at Google and he just raw dogging everybody, getting them all coked up and girl out there. Kim like, man, you got that ugly ass head. You ain't, you never gonna get no side chick. And and my man Lance Gross out there to try to be a pharmacist, holding it down at CBS and DC, trying to be a good black man, and he just 
such shame. Yeah. On that. Too. Yeah. Tyler Perry, you know what? Between Tyler Perry and Spike Lee, we got to talk about how black black directors be treating black women. They got um, some issues. Uh, definitely with Tyler Perry because it's a thing. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. Wait. Spike Lee don't? Oh, no, no. I'm saying he does, but I guess because it's more recent to me right now, Tyler Perry's just it, it's something that just triggers me with a lot of things that he do in his movies. It, as far as women and men, it's not just like just women. It's all around. Up, I would just say, I was watching Mo' Better Blues because it was on like oh, Star shit. I'm like, yeah, Spike got some issues with Like, you watch that, you watch He Hate Me, you like, you be wondering like, why Spike hate women? You know what? To say nothing about all the shit Rosie Perez went on do the right thing, which I heard about that too. You'd be looking at like Spike Lee is, you know, I don't like to talk about our our legends, but Spike used to do women dirty. I'm just saying. Yeah, we, you know what? We definitely gonna get into that because yeah, that's a thing. That's something that's out there. Um, until next week, we are out of here. Uh, remember the movie we're doing is Dread. Uh, I guess I'll put on Twitter or wherever if I find it somewhere where everybody can see it, so you won't be out the loop. But anyway. We out of here. Peace.